Hey, everyone. Welcome to Really Good Bad Ideas. My name is John Mediana, and I'm here with phenomenal, phenomenal people in this uh, on this call. We got Nathan Royce, and we have the one and only Kelly Bennett. Pew, 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 pew. Hi. And, and on this show, we talk about the really good bad ideas uh, from, you know, our past lives, maybe from you know, uh, agency life or building businesses in our past or even right now, or maybe some ideas that we have for the future that hasn't really taken off, maybe due to, you know, finances or, you know, someone Xing it or something. But today's show is really special uh, because we have the lovely Kelly Bennett with us. And Thank if you. you don't know Kelly Bennett and you're a Vegas local or you're just in the creative space, then you probably been living under a rock if you haven't heard of her she is phenomenal she to me she is a serial entrepreneur she's a vegas local she is a visionary and a creative advocate and i'm just so fired up to have you on this show What a beautiful intro. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're definitely very happy to have you here. I think, you know, we're looking for such a cross-section of creative minds, you know, not just from the coast, you know, but from other cities and from Vegas and from, you know, other towns too, who are voice of a voice for creativity, you know, um, mm-hmm. in that own community. So excited to see and to hear what uh, really good, bad ideas you have to share and um, for us to be able to kind of laugh, cry, perhaps cringe, perhaps ask why, uh, whatever that may be uh, and kind of go into it. Yeah. I, I'm really proud when you said like Las Vegas local, I've been here for about 14 years. I am originally from New York and I kept leaving Las Vegas and I was like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like I went to school, I went to UNLV and then I, I left. I even went as far as China because I went to my guidance counselor. I'm like, where's the furthest place in the world I could go from Las Vegas? They said Chengdu, China. I went there twice. Like I literally went to the opposite side of the world. I kept coming back. Something kept coming back uh, in my heart to come here. And then the last six years I've been living and working downtown Las Vegas. And I'm so proud that um, I could say that I'm a local and that the community embraces me and I can work with creatives here. It's genuinely um, one of the things that changed my life. So I just feel really proud that I could even share that. That's so well, amazing. that's, I think, one of the reasons why we're so happy to hit, to have you here. And to, I think that, you know, a lot of people in the community aren't aware, you know, of what's happening in creative communities um, in these other towns. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's... It's wonderful to hear uh, that you have a lot to say. I think that, you know, um, I've heard that story a lot about Las Vegas, you know, and that stigma of being, of living in Las Vegas, right? Is like, oh, (laughs) you're in Las Vegas. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but um, I'm also like, I understand culture. I understand cultured, you know, people and business and all of that. So it's not like we're all living on the strip or in the alleys, you know, and and getting into those things. Like there are, you know, people here who are very focused and very driven people um, to be able to help build this community. So, so thank you again. Yeah. And it just makes me proud to be a Vegas local. You know, I, I come from, you know, LA born and raised and, you know, it's just such a saturated, you know, place where 
everybody goes to. But now it's like, man, everyone's looking to, to Vegas as like the next place for creativity and where, I mean, this is the entertainment capital, you know, what, what mm-hmm. other place you could, you know, you have all these uh, like performers and talent and musicians and all kinds of stuff, just door to door and the, the most finest foods and, and celebrity chefs come out here to, to, to really start their, their, you know, to, to plant their restaurants. And, and, you know, so Vegas is really special to us, but, you know, um, seeing, being inspired from all around the world is, is really important too. So I'm really excited to, to talk about the things, the really good and really inspiring ideas that you've had in your, uh, in your past lives and currently, and, you know, I just want to mm-hmm. jump in and dive into it. Um, yeah. you know, one of the, one of the things that I, I first read about is, um, back in the day that uh, you, uh, helped start Vegination. And can you tell us a little bit about more about what Vegination is and like, you know, the, the position in the market and, and how yeah. you started that whole venture? Totally. So it goes back to the first piece of content I ever really created on my own personal brand was 10 years ago. I started a blog called veganconsultant.com. And basically I was blogging about going vegan and what does it mean and how businesses can have vegan options. And this was 10 years ago. So like the conversation was very different from what it is now. right? Right. And through that, I was making YouTube videos. There was like really shitty lighting. Like I didn't know any other vegans. I met people on Twitter. Like this was like old school content creation. And through that, I started making friends, connections, getting my name out there. And through the many travels back and forth from New York to Vegas, um, I started meeting other people in the vegan community. Then my name got out there a little bit more as far as like, okay, she knows about veganism. She, um, can consult. So a a local chef named, uh, chef Donald Lemperly, he found, I, I think he says that he found my card, my business card in Ronald's donuts, which is in Chinatown. (laughs) I don't remember putting it there, but he swears that's where he found me. Wow, and the most he just obvious called place me. you would find vegan content. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he just called me and he was like, hey, is this Kelly Bennett? And he's also from New York. He's from Staten Island. And I was like, wow. yeah. I think it, I thought it was like one of my uncles or something. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, it's, it's, it's Donald. Uh, meet me tomorrow at the Beat Coffee Shop. And that was like the, the Beat Coffee Shop was the place um, wow. back in the day, downtown Las Vegas. Like I have chills just thinking about like that was the hub. And so, um, I was like, uh, okay, yeah, no. All right. I'll meet you tomorrow. It's like tomorrow, 12 o'clock. I'm opening up a vegan restaurant. And so then I just went to the bee coffee shop the next day at 12 o'clock and I, I met him and he's like, Hey Kelly. And I was like, Hey, and he was, he sat down and said, I have this vision for a vegan restaurant. There's going to be a living green wall. We're going to play really cool music. It's going to be, um, outspoken. I wanted to really speak to people who want to be part of change. We're going to be political. We're going to talk about, um, you know, changing things for the planet, for animals, for people. And I was just sitting there and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So where do I sign? I said, I'll be your creative director. I never used that word before. I kind of just Googled it on the way there. I'm like, what can I call myself? I'm like, I'm a creative. I want to put it all together. I was really good. at. I was working on my craft of social media. And I was like, I was literally Googling it and creative director came up. So I was like, okay. So I was like, I'll be your creative director and I'll run all your social. And he was like, all right, cool. And that conversation went on for about four years. And I even left a few times. And then we opened up the restaurant. 
Um, and in the interim of that, we were also part of a group called the Reset Project. That was one of the projects. So back in the day when before even the downtown project came to Vegas, there was already a very creative culture here. And I always like to point that out because, again, from someone coming from an outside market here, it's really important for me to recognize that there was already community. There was already creatives um, who good. I'll talk about, too, who I've connected with. And that was already happening. So then people were coming in. That was the plug. That was the place where you were able to connect with who was already boots on the ground doing the work. And I was part of a collective that wanted to do health and wellness initiatives in downtown Las Vegas. So we started the Reset Project. And then every month we'd host an event called the Sunday Reset. For about three years, it went on. It's changed and evolved, but that was the premise we did for about three years. And I would do I would do a talk about creativity. We would have a walk or a run. We would have food. So Chef Donald, he would work. He was an executive chef at the MGM. He would do graveyard shifts, stay up all through the night, cook food, show up that Sunday morning, cater wow. everyone vegan food for three years. That's so then incredible. I was building, yeah, I was building social for vegetation and for the Sunday reset. And we just built this community and it was a, a mixture of people who are native born and raised in Vegas. And then people who were just coming to Vegas, who heard about the downtown project, a lot of people who are moving here for Zappos. And we were just all connecting in community and doing it in a really like healthy way that you wouldn't think of Vegas, right? You think Vegas, you have to go out all the time and party and go to clubs or bars to exactly, connect. Yeah. But we were like, no, That's we're going to do it on Sunday do. morning. <laughs> Exactly. Right? <laughs> People we don't like, understand that. It's like living in LA and like you don't go to Disneyland every day if you live in Orange right. County. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. You could do things that are healthy. Like you could meet up at coffee shops. Like you could do that in Vegas. So we yeah. did that for three years. Um, and that's how we really created the um, brand of Vegination. So um, I'll go more into that. But that's really how it all started. Started with a blog. Then it started with me volunteering for um, a group to just bring community together. And then we were building the brand for Vegination. Wow. Well, it's so phenomenal to hear that. And that's what I love about this town is the juxtaposition of the people's perceptions from the outside looking in and what it's like when you're actually here. Um, especially totally. all the wonderful natural resources here and the mountains and the trails and also the clean living. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of people don't see that. And so mm-hmm. it's so wonderful to hear that we have, um, you know, people like you who are, are here and, and, and working towards that, you know, and living that life and also doing great things to promote it to the outside world, outside of the desert. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's incredible. So, um, you know, are there, uh, what else are you kind of into these days? Are you, um, is that kind of your main gig right now? Or do you have kind of like side no. gigs? Things you're so into? I became uh, the creative director and partner of Vegination. And I did that for five years and it changed my life. Like the, the cool thing, and I'll, I'll share examples too, when we dive into this part, but I basically chef Donald, he's like, I got the food you do the marketing and social and you bring people here. And we talked maybe once a week, but like he did his thing. I did my thing. And I could get like choked up of like, 
they trusted me. Like they gave us money and they were like, I had zero marketing dollars. So I knew I had to go hard on social and I had already, that was my skill set coming into it. So I'm like, okay, no, I, I got this. But what we were able to build and do, that was my masterclass. That was my yeah. master's degree in marketing or social media, honestly, community building, like genuine community building, not just online, but in real life, because we all know those yeah. weirdos that we follow online. They look really cool. <laughs> You know, they're like, they sound really sharp and then really good videos and photos and you meet them on in real life and they're fucking weirdos and you, they can't <laughs> so talk, true. right? They don't it's like they have no social skills. Yeah, they can't look you in the eyes and it's yeah. very weird and awkward. And the it, what was cool about Veg Nation is that I would do lives like I did one, it was called Taco Tuesday Live where I would eat because um, we did a pop-up menu so every Tuesday we had a different taco that we would feature and literally I would go live. I would eat a bunch of tacos and then I would interview different creatives in the community and talk to people on the internet. And it was just a fun thing that I do. And I'm a really messy eater. There was fucking like, that was before ASMR was popular, right? And yeah, it was before. Right? It was before. <laughs> and so you're the originator. Yeah, I will take credit for that. No, <laughs> um, but I would just eat a bunch of tacos, talk to people on the internet, but in real life. And then literally people would come into the restaurant and they were like, hey, Kelly, like I saw you on live and I was hungry. And then it was like in real time, I was able to see the impact of using social wow. media and interviewing people. Like we did another one, a chef's tasting dinner. And we had um, five different types of wine and like five courses. So I would just go online and start drinking and talking. <laughs> and then people would come into the restaurant and be like, have a glass of wine with me. And they would pop onto the live and say, hi. Wow. like it was the coolest opportunity I ever had as far as like, that real, like, there wasn't that much of like a, a separation of what was online and what was in real life. Like I, it was the first time I was really able to show that. Cause that was always my thesis of like show up online the way you would do in real life and vice yeah. versa. Um, and I spoke about that at a Facebook small business conference too. They were like, how are you doing this? And I'm like, be a kind person online and be a kind person <laughs> offline. Like don't have that veil, but that, so that was the project that taught me like you, you could really have that engagement in both, um, online and in real life. Excellent. That's so good. That sounds yeah. like there, there might've been some overlap. I have uh, a lot of colleagues of mine from, uh, my Facebook life as well in the SMB, uh, world. So I wouldn't be surprised if our paths may have, uh, uh Maybe. It, was a, it was a big event that they did here in Vegas a couple of years ago. And I remember they like actually called me on the phone and I thought it was a prank because they were like, Hey, it's Facebook. Da, da, da. I'm like, Facebook, why the hell is Facebook calling me? And then they emailed me and then they called me again. And I I was with a friend. I'm like, do you think this is real? Or like I'm being set up because they know my date would be like, speak at Facebook small business conference, Kelly. And I'll be like, okay, here I am. You know, <laughs> I was like, either I'm going to be murdered today or this is a really cool opportunity. And thank goodness it was legit. I remember my girlfriend at the time, I'm like, stay with me. I don't know what I'm getting into, but it was a real, it was a real wow. thing that yeah. happened. I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, they like called me on the phone and um, yeah, that like tripped wow. me out. I was like, oh, 
First of all, who who, was, who, who calls on the phone nowadays, right? I'm just I like that's why I thought it was a prank. <laughs> no DMing, no anything. They just go straight for the number, you know, they straight for the cold call. And wrote me an email, and I was like, "This is not real." And then it was real, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, this is real!" <laughs> I remember calling my mom like, "This was a real thing." Like, I didn't know. I just rolled the dice. It's like oh, the, the other way real. it could have gotten any weirder is if they literally just like skipped the phone call and they just knocked on your door. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. We're from Facebook. We would hey. like to come with us right now and present at this conference, please. Thank you. <laughs> and knowing Facebook, they would probably, you know, they have the tools to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I lived in a community where that wouldn't be super abnormal, you know, because I lived in like a community of creatives and stuff like that. There were people really were knocking on each other's doors and saying wow. cool things. So, um, but yeah, that happened. That happened. So I don't know, even know what the question was, but yeah, it I wasn't murdered that day. It was a real thing. And uh, I'm really great. grateful for that. <laughs> now you did. I want to go into this because you did talk about some strategies that you applied, you know, some ideas that you were just like, I'm just going to go for it. And there's yeah. one in particular that I would love for you to, to talk about. And it's the 21 day challenge. Yes. And right. So like, yeah, I would love to hear because that's very, uh, that story right there. I mean, you're, you're going to tell it right now, but like, what came out from that and like the ideas that you had and you're just like, I'm just going to run with it. And like what I love, love, love the most about you is, is your whole spirit of like, I don't care. I'm just going to run with it. Like what if, you know, your optimism of just like saying, I have an idea, let's just go. And I'm just like, so, so inspired by that spirit that you have you know, and I just, I just absolutely love it. I hope, you know, it's so contagious and it, it fires me up every time we Aww. have, you know, we talk. So yeah. Tell us about that 21 day challenge. Thank you. Yeah. So I had a crazy idea and again, at Vegination, I was the marketing team, the social media director, the, all the things, all the hats were like helping run front of the house. And I was like, you know what? wouldn't it be cool if we had an event and it was going to be 21 days in a row that we could do free classes and have different people in our community teach on ways that people can just live a better life, you know, like just improve themselves, connect with each other. And it was in January. And, you know, everyone is hyped up on like new year, new me. And especially, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, we're going to host a free event every day for 21 days and we'll see how it goes. So literally I wrote the emails every day to our email list. I curated all the teachers I would set up the events, talk to the servers, let them know what the hell was going on, um, be there, set up the event, host the event, um, live stream all the events. Um, And then at night, I would go home, share the content, and then also have a call to action. And then there was a contest of whoever was doing the 21 days, every time they would post and share that they were doing the challenge with us, they were entered to win a prize at the end. So I was also keeping track of that. Um, Great idea. It was, it really like changed my life too, because the first day we kicked it off and I am the type of creative too, like I have an idea and probably I'll have to launch it by next week. Like I never had like, I've never worked in like a real time frame where I like really plan things out. And so I think that's part of my spirit too. Cause I've always just been like, Oh, okay, cool. Let's just try it. 
I'm trying to plan <laughs> out things more, but like <laughs> I had that idea probably on December, say like 20th, you know? And I was like, Oh yeah, we're launching this January 1st. Like, and I just messaged all my friends. I'm like, Oh yeah, we're doing this challenge. It's going to be this whole thing. Long story short, we kicked it off and I kicked it off with friends of mine who was working at UNLV. So we wanted to bring in students. I was working with friends who are also born and raised in Vegas creative. So I reached out to them and I was like, Hey, all hands, let's do this. Over a hundred people came to the restaurant. The capacity of the restaurant was like 70. So we literally had people standing everywhere in the restaurant. I had to, we couldn't let any more people in. Um, I literally stood up on a chair in the restaurant and I remember standing up on the chair and then I was like, Oh shit, what are we doing? Like, this is crazy. And I remember chef Donald, he was like, would you tell him we were giving out free food today? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, trust me, this is going to be a good idea. And all the servers <laughs> were like, what the hell just happened? I, I told them, I thought 20 people were going to come over a hundred came packed out the whole place. And I was like sweating. I'm like, I hope this is a good idea. <laughs> I hope this makes sense. So I did a journaling workshop and they all set our intentions for the year and everyone was hyped up. And I said, for wow. the next 21 days, come to Vegination. Um, when you buy an entree, first drink on me. So I had some incentive to make sales, give them a little something. And our sales went up 40% from the year before. And honestly, that event was the fuel for the marketing for the next two years. Because people would always talk about that event. So um that changed, that really changed a lot. And then also the uh, investors were like, what are you doing? And I was like, we're adding value or we're bringing people together. And then our social media really exploded because all these people are now posting, they're in a, you know, contest there and finding real value. And also all the creatives I was featuring, they all want to get their names out there. And now we're having this growing platform. When I left, I grew it to like 35,000 people who were like really engaged, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they were all getting exposure for their businesses and we did stuff like how to grow sprouts. Then I had one girl read everyone's uh, tea. So we drank tea and it was a tea that we carry. And then she did a tea reading on everyone. Then we had wow. someone talking about fitness. We had someone talking about tapping to um, release tension. So it was like all like these kind of cool, a little bit out of the box norm um, things. And it was just the coolest, craziest idea. But I was telling John too, like by the 21st day, I was dead. Like I was in my bed. I I couldn't move. I had no more energy. And I sent my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, here's my code. You have to live stream the event and tell them I said hi. Like I, I literally couldn't get out of bed. I had to like, it took me like a week to really get back my energy, but Wow. I wouldn't change a thing. And it, 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 we got people who became team members after that challenge because they were doing the challenge and like talk about like diehard fans, like people would bring in their friends, their family. They're like, Oh, we did this challenge with vegetation. And it was, it was the, one of the coolest things I ever did. Um, I'm so grateful that people were like, I, yeah, okay. Like no one was really questioning it because also the investors saw the money coming in and like yeah. the place was packed out. So it, it, how are you going to say no to a packed house? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it sounds like really good, bad problems that end well. <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 it was, it was so cool. And I'm so grateful that I had that opportunity to even do that. And also all the people 
I had what 20 different teachers come in and teach that they all said yes. And they trusted me and that I was able to add value to them and add value to the community. So that was kind of, that's always been my ethos of like, how can I add value? How can I build relationships? So So that was one of my favorite, um, weird, crazy ideas that I had. Um, but yeah, it, it was a fuel until I left really, people were still talking about that event. Yeah. Um, so that's how they well, found well, out about it. Here, you know, after you had left, you, you then pursued, you know, other, other things. What, yeah. what was the, what was that next thing for you that you're like, okay, this is an exciting journey. I learned so much these past five years. I'm going to totally. take everything I learned and put all that into this next, because, you know, just like you, just like me, we don't have like one idea. We have a million ideas and we got to pursue them all like yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) totally. I'm like, oh, (laughs) yeah, it should have been done yesterday. But um, so at Medjunation, we ended up um, opening up a second location. And there I was able to really be really hands-on and like design the space and host events and work with amazing people and friends who I met from back in the day, like on Twitter, in the vegan community. Um, Now who has best-selling um, books and who's on TV and who's big wow. influencers. So I called them up and I said, Hey, I'll hook you up with a hotel. Come to a weekend in Vegas. Everyone was like, yeah, I'll fucking come to Vegas. I was like, I'll take you out. I'll Don't tease me with food. a good time now, Kelly. Yeah. I was like, and I'll promote your book. And they're like, I'm in. So I got all these really big names in the vegan community to come. And we did that. And it was amazing. And I have chills, like changed my life. So many good things. But also at the same time, I'm like, I did it, you know, like I did it. I went all in blood, sweat and tears. I moved in literally across the street from the restaurant. Um, I gave it all I had. And I was like, I feel like I want to use what I learned and now apply it to another brand. So one other brand I started with um, two friends of mine was actually started from that event series um, called the workshop downtown, which we were bringing creatives together. So then we did the local creatives meetup every month, which we still do. Now we do it online and then curating creative education for creative entrepreneurs. So they have the tools, they have the support to build their businesses and brands. So that came from that too. And then also in the midst of this, um, I was starting to do like pop-up markets at Vegination. That was one of our things. And we would pack it out and I would have all these vendors and selling. And it was really cool. So a friend of mine, Jen Toller, who is the creative director, um, creative strategist, co-founder of Ferguson's Downtown. She was like, hey, if you want to curate Market in the Alley, because we had done a collaboration with her. It went really well. Thousands of people came. It It was wild. Um, and I was like, hell yeah. So my friend Ashley and I, we started curating that, that evolved. I ended up living at Ferguson's and then living at Airstream, you know, the park is really cool. We have actually a really cool side story about that, uh, community and that Airstream. And it was actually a year ago this past week where we randomly unintentionally ran into each other again, Mm -hmm. but this was, um, Gary Vaynerchuk was in town and he put on this whole ah, 
I know. He put on this whole uh, event, private event for his, uh, you know, his wine thing, but also brought, you know, it was during CES and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he, he brought in a ton of his business buzz and, and, and clients and all that stuff. And we had like this event and, uh, and how we un- intentionally ended up there was that you were living in the Airstream community yeah. and they happened to hit me up and was like, John, we're coming to Vegas. We need you to, to, to do some content for us, you know? So when Gary V hit his team hits you up and saying, Hey, I need you to come out and do some content you have to say yes and you you know it's like one of those things so i ended up being it i you know we're hanging out with llama and uh we're (laughs) and then we randomly we just ran into each other and i was like yeah oh my gosh well hello (laughs) yeah i know that night i'll never forget like my airstream was here and the stage was here and like gary was standing in front of my house i'm like gary vanderchuk standing in front of my house like they had to prep me like my friends there they're like kelly don't be a weirdo, like try really, really hard. Cause uh, bless his heart, Tony Shea, who, um, started it. He yeah. had really, you know, famous friends who would come around and I was always cool. I'm like, Tony, I don't give a shit who you bring around. I'll act normal, but I can't promise anything. I need to meet Gary. And, um, he was like, okay. And like it happened and I'm always forever grateful. Um, but yeah, yeah it was like so natural and organic and I was so nervous because I'm not one that looks up to a lot of people, but like Gary is my person. Um, so, and he was like at my house. I'm like, like this is, I can't like, this is a sign, you know, I need to to meet him. What's so funny was like at that moment, at that moment, I had a camera with me and I was like, Hey, how about we just take a photo with you and Carrie? And (laughs) I'll forever be grateful because you were like, cause you even said, Gary, you should take a picture with Kelly. Oh yeah. The way that you even phrased it. I was like, like I couldn't believe that you had phrased it like that I was like I will forever (laughs) be grateful to John because that was such a solid and and uh Gary was like oh yeah okay and I was just like (laughs) so excited that's so funny I went home I cried I called my mom and dad I'm like I met Gary um I know that feeling though because I grew up in the Midwest, you know, so I'm like, I grew up seeing like superstars and magazines and, you know, zines and stuff like that yeah. and, and yeah. all that stuff. And it's like, I had to like put myself in check too, you know, once I started, you know, working in more high profile gigs where I was around people like this, I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to like, and it's like, you feel like in your head, like you're the more normal you try to act, the more weird you are. Like oh in your gosh. mind, you know, like look it's at the worst <laughs> outside. You're like. I'm trying to like sit here. Hi, I'm your biggest fan. Person, I mean, you're my biggest like, fan. I mean, weird. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it was a wine tasting, so that uh, did help too. So I had I tried all of his wines, and uh, I had my friends there too. And they were like Kelly. They were like coaching me through it. They're like, just breathe. Gary's behind <laughs> you. And then Gary, he's so nice. He yeah. was like, oh, you guys live here. Like, thanks for having us. And he like shook our hands. I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And they were all my friends were looking at me. They were like, cool, smooth move, Kelly. <laughs> um, I later got to talk to him more, but yeah, it was just really, yeah, I'll always be grateful. I'm glad there was wine. I'm glad it was a wine tasting. So I was like a little bit more chill, but yeah, yeah I totally went home and cried after. But yeah, that was <laughs> that was a year ago. Yeah. That was in January. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know how we got on Gary, but forever. Uh, yeah. Grateful. It was just a little sidebar. <laughs> 
We have a good yeah. awkward moments. We can call uh, it that too. We're renaming the podcast. We're redefining the podcast yeah, like yeah. as we go on the fly. It. So it's all good. I think that could be the title of my memoir. <laughs> like really, <laughs> really good, good awkward, awkward moments. moments. That is Bates. my jam. Yeah, that that's that's me. Um, but anyway, I don't even know what the question was. But Gary, yeah, that's it. Well, I love <laughs> I love the the fact that um, this is the first episode that I've personally been involved in where it's like we had the challenge is to like think of like what are there really good bad ideas do those exist in your world like mm. do you I remember that you know when we when we said that we were gonna um you know, uh, invite you on the podcast and everything that you're like well I kind of just do everything that comes into my head <laughs> yeah like, that's amazing yeah um, do you have any of those things or do you have those things where you're like oh you know, in retrospect, uh, maybe I would have done something a little different or maybe, you know, that didn't turn out like I wanted to, or has everything totally. kind of always flowed smoothly for you? No, definitely not. I've definitely tried. So on like, I would say on a lighter note, like, um, I remember back in the day when I wanted to like be a blogger and like build a community, I was like, Oh, email marketing. Right. Cause everyone back then was like, email, email, email. I am dyslexic and I am a terrible writer. And like my grammar is horrible. And my, ironically, my sister who's younger than me, like won the school spelling bee at my school. And I literally was in special ed, like special tutors, like worked really hard to get like a 950 on my SATs. Like it, like I, I really do have like a, a learning disability. So I, always struggled with writing but everyone at that time was like email marketing email marketing so I used to write so these hot emails, right now <laughs> right so I would write these emails and people would write me back and they would say like Kelly we don't know what you're saying like your grammar is so bad like what are you trying to say and I would feel so sad I'm like oh my god I would write them back I'm like I am trying my best I am dyslexic, <laughs> and people are telling me email marketing matters so I'm doing it um but then I just realized okay well that's a bad idea because that's not my strength I was overthinking it then I realized micro content like then Instagram became more popular um it was shifting from Twitter um, and I was like, okay, this I'm good at. I could be on more video. I feel more comfortable because anytime I have to edit, I don't know how to edit videos. I'm like the worst content creator. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any skills in editing, photography, copywriting. So I was like, okay, like this felt more comfortable. So I would say the bad idea in that situation was trying to just go with what was like industry standards as like the best the trends, yeah, the trend, but it didn't fit to my creative strength. So that was wow. a bad idea. The other bad idea, and it genuinely like looking back and it's on a more serious note, especially in the context of the world today, I did an event with, um, cause I did a lot of like influencer marketing at the restaurant. And one of the brands I had worked with, I knew they were like controversial. Mm. However, I didn't realize because of my own biases as being a white girl, I didn't realize the extent of the pain that this brand caused for many communities of color, especially black community. And so when I talked to my team and we did have a pretty diverse team, um, it was like half and half, but the two, two black women on my team pulled me aside and were like, Kelly, we shouldn't do this event. I really don't feel good about it. And I was like, okay, well, you don't have to work the event. 
And I was trying to rationalize because they were super popular, like best-selling yeah. authors uh, in the country at the time. And so I was like, okay, well, you don't have to work it. And I was trying to justify like, well, it's like to not cancel idea. the, right. Yeah. It's still a good idea. They're really popular, but I didn't listen mm. to the members on my team who personally experienced wow. why this brand was problematic. Yeah. And that was about three years ago. And just this past year of, I think a lot of people in the United States doing, um, you know, checking in with themselves, especially white Americans of like, what can I do better? What, where have I fucked up? Where do I want to improve? And that was a bad idea looking back on it because it was my own bias that I was like, Oh no, we could do this. It's not a big deal. But looking back, I'm like, that was a legit bad idea. It was successful at the time. Don't get me wrong. And we sold out. And at the time I'm like, okay, like, you know, uh, this was a good idea, but now looking back, I, I don't want to say I, I regret it because I hurt people. Um, Mm. but I also use it as a way to do better and be transparent that, um, yes, I'm known for, you know, trying my best and in community, but also knowing that like every, everyone, and I'm talking more from like a white, um, person's perspective can work on doing better. Um, so that was, that was a big lesson, especially this past year that I learned of, especially when you're a creative. And I feel like as content creators, as creative directors, people in social media, we are helping craft the culture and it's really important to listen. And that's a big part of my brand now of really listening and making sure I'm interviewing people who have different experiences and perspectives and um, lived, you know, different lives than myself so that we can create in a more responsible way. So um, that that's one of my biggest takeaways. I think that's really interesting um, topic about how you can learn about yourself through work, you know, and through the industry totally. and doing those things and, and being open to that and being receptive to that, like as you're building the community and working with community and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, it's something that I certainly, you know, probably taken for granted throughout, you know, my career as well. And, you know, it's definitely something that we're looking to change, you know, through the work that we're doing with our agency as well, um, is being receptive of that. There's so many companies and businesses out there that talk a good game, but then it's not reflected in what they do in the content. And a thousand percent, you know, it's like, you have to be able to like fully commit, not just say, you know, one thing and then do another. Mm -hmm. And I really love the fact that you were able to be self-aware of that, and also be confident enough in yourself to call yourself out on that, you know? And I think totally. that's something that in the industry is very, very important right now. Certainly like the larger, the big conglomerate agencies where it's just these big machines just churning work out and stuff like that. Right. Um, it's something that's important in our industry right now. So I really super appreciate that you, that you brought this up and that you felt um, confident enough to be able to share that about yourself um, and about that kind of that, that, you know, something that you would have, you know, done different in retrospect. So I appreciate that. And thank you. Oh yeah. I, I think it's important to share that too. So that more people are like, yeah, okay, this is where I could do better too. That's my intention of sharing yeah. of like, I'm hoping that that will encourage more people to be like, okay, let me take a pause. I have biases. Let me take a beat. Let me really listen. Make sure I have 
representation at the table. Um, and that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why now I work for myself. Um, I, I left my job, what we were all saying, we all left our jobs in 2020, <laughs> which is so cool. The time to wild. quit, time to drop out and do your own quit. thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that was the biggest thing that was coming to me. I was like, I need to be independent. I want to be able to speak on what I want to speak on. I want to be able to go all in on who I want to talk to and interview and, um, put really, really dive deeper and in, in, in those conversations and just seeing how as myself in my industry, our industry of being in marketing, social, um, how can I do this the most responsible way based on my biases and my lived own experiences? How can I, you know, work through that and and just do better? Um, yeah. And another person I'd like to give a shout out, Kimberly Renee, I interviewed her for my podcast, um, that I just renamed talking with Kelly Bennett. Uh, cause you guys were talking about naming a podcast. I just did that. Yeah. Um, talking with Kelly Bennett and I interviewed her and sh- her whole platform is about food justice and uh, oh. also um, brand accountability. She's really oh, honing in on brand accountability. So if anyone, if you're not following her yet, definitely follow her. She does amazing nonprofit work, feeding people, especially communities of color, um, good food, vegan food, healthy food, um, people who are food insecure, but also holding brands accountable who say, yeah, I want to be part of the change, but she's on their socials. She's interviewing them. She's doing the work. Um, and those are the people that I really want to like also connect with and amplify yes. and interview. Yeah. So I'm like, you're doing the work. I, I, I want to learn and take, follow your lead, you know? That's so awesome, Kelly. That is so inspiring and encouraging. And man, that, that just really should put, you know, um, just fuel behind, you know, what the future looks like and, and how we could do our part and, and really just be aware and not only just be aware, cause that's the first part, right. Mm-hmm. Is the awareness. The, the, the second part to that is taking ownership and doing something. Right. So. Yeah. 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 And we all so, have so our encouraging. own way. We all have yeah. our own way. And I think especially people in our space, like we have a lot of responsibility. And yes. we, we, we need to just find what, what, what's our lane in it. Um, and just go, just go in, you know? Um, and, and I think also like hearing people like Kimberly Renee speak on this yeah. and sh- seeing her YouTube videos and just seeing her like really be out there doing it. You're like, fuck. Yeah. I'm, yes. I want to be a part of this. You know, it, it's, I feel that that is the way that brands are going to be. Like I need to be transparent because that's what modern brands are going to be. Like you're going to need to be transparent and you need to be um, authentic and clear with your intentions. That's what consumers are demanding. And I think this past summer we saw that very clearly. Yeah. Um, so I encourage creatives. Um, if you're not already like jump on it, find your space in it. And, and this is the way that we are all moving forward. So good. That's so encouraging. I just wanted to say how inspirational um, I think you are for myself personally, but also for our community and the fact that you found a way that you can promote your personal passions, which are obviously very positive through your craft. 
um, and also find that intersection between making a wonderful life here in Las Vegas for yourself mm -hmm. and feeling you can wake up every day feeling really good about you, what you do and positive. Um, and you're open to, you know, questioning yourself and, and what you do, whether or not it is a good idea or a bad idea. And also being open to the fact that what you think is a good idea today may turn out to be a bad idea tomorrow, depending right. on what happens culture. Right. And trying to take mm -hmm. that into account. I just wanted to tell you, Sam, that you were, you know, someone from our Las Vegas community is really willing to, you know, speak with us and most importantly, be able to, you know, have you here and have someone fighting that good fight for our Las Vegas community. So just, I just wanted to thank you very, very much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And also too, I want to give a shout out to creatives who have been born and raised and who inspire me and who have uh, really opened their arms, like Beverly Chills, who started Camp Chills last year, working yeah. with local artists and creatives. And I taught a class with them and just seeing um, the people who are born and raised here in Vegas and what they're doing and what they're working on and just um, sharing space with me. I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, and also to like speaking, uh, to like the activists that we have in our community, like, um, minister stretch Sanders, who's really doing the work and showing up and documenting it all on social media. Like we have people in our community for me, I personally feel like so inspired by like, they're doing the work, they're using social media to get the word out. And, uh, I'm just grateful to be here to share space, um, with people like them who, uh, are really doing the work. And like, for example, also like Tree Hill, um, who was the first person I ever collaborated with uh, at Vegination to curate music, live music, and just doing her projects of soul sessions and just the creatives here um, that I've been able to work with. I'm just truly, truly grateful. Yeah, so inspiring. And we can't wait to see all the things that are happening now and what you're doing in the community that you're, you know, that we're in here in Vegas, you know. Yeah. So uh, with, with that being said, wh where can we find you? How can we get in, in contact with you and see all the things that you're involved with and, and the community that you're, you're, you're in uh, here in Vegas? How, how can we follow yeah. you? Totally. So I launched my new business uh, in 2020. Woo -woo. So woo -woo. I'm so excited. So everything is now online with kellybennett.com. I have a course of how to launch your Instagram with confidence. So showing people, I really work with creatives, um, makers, artists, um, people who are creating either personal brands or lifestyle brands on like how to do that with confidence on Instagram. And That's then awesome. also, yeah, I'm rolling out a new membership to help people feel confident creating content for their brand. I'm really excited about that. So um, that's the place where people can keep creating content with me and knowing like having a content calendar, a strategy, but yeah. really that like behind the scenes support because when you are putting yourself online and you are yeah. sharing your soul and sharing your story, like there, it's, a, it's a lot, it's a lot of feeling. It is, so yeah. I'm sharing, yeah, like, a, a way of like a support that people can feel like, okay, if I have a question of like, how do I use my platform for good? Or how do I yeah. speak up? Or um, what do I do if I get a negative comment or someone disagrees, like all that stuff behind the scenes, um, having that support and it's an app. 
So I feel very fancy. Um, yeah. yeah. So I have that. And then I have my podcast that it was an interview series merged with yeah. a, a previous podcast. And you really inspired me, John, um, oh. to do it. So uh, shout out <laughs> to you again. And it's called Talking with Kelly Bennett. Um, it's solo so episodes, awesome. but also um, interviews um, yeah. with creatives and just sh- talking about like, their creativity and how they're creating and how they're building their brands and using social media to tell their stories. Um, so those are all the main places I hang out the most on Instagram. Um, I love creating there and it's at with Kelly Bennett. Um, and that's, that's Go it. Follow. That's, those are the places those <laughs> are where I hang out. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, thank you again for being on the show. You know, thank you for your time and, and we really value, you know, you, you know, in, in this creative community that we have and, and look to you as an inspiration and an, an encouragement to, to all this. So thank you again. And, um, you oh, know, to thank the, you so much. Yeah, to the to the listeners that are listening right now, thank you so much for tuning in and, and to the podcast. And we're gonna have a, you know, it's it's exciting that we had Kelly Bennett. We're gonna have awesome guests in the future of, of the show. So keep on tuning in. Go to carpe diem creative dot agency dot um dot com. That's just the website. So links are all in the <laughs> links are all in the description. So go tune in there. We're gonna put all the links for Kelly in our descriptions. You could just go to the description and start following her on everything and like all uh, the friends and the communities that she's mentioned to go follow them you're gonna thank us later and thank you so much so much for tuning in and we will catch you on the next show 